Hello and welcome to take 562 of Homeschool Chat Science Edition. <laughs> Every time I sit down, something happens and I just feel like you guys deserve to not hear my child crying in the background. <laughs> so here we go. Uh, thank you so much for listening and we're going to talk about science and hopefully you guys will relate and enjoy listening to me talk about um, homeschool science curriculum. <laughs> um, it's the world we live in today, right? So um, we use Apologia of Science and I absolutely love it. It's a comprehensive curriculum. So it's everything you need in one and um, it's really cool. And what's so funny is that my middle son, um, the third, he was third grade last year, would just drive me crazy during science because we had two textbooks. So one could sit with a book and then I could sit with another kid and we could read through it together and he would just cut up the whole time. And I just thought, he hates this. He hates science. It's it's not engaging him. And then um, one day we were like, oh, you know, what's your favorite subject? Science. I love science. I was like, what? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Because you make me dread it. But um <laughs> You know, I think that's what you have to realize is that, you know, sometimes they're just bored and they just need to wiggle and they just need to talk and even, and they're still liking it and enjoying it and learning. And so what the coolest thing is that throughout um, the summertime, hearing them use and talk about and reference what we learned in science. Um, so even though he would act so silly and goofy, he was actually learning, believe it or not. So there is hope. Um, now Apologia, it is very cool. It is a Christian curriculum. So they'll start off, um, with a Bible verse to kind of prime, um, you for what you're about to read. Um, and it references creation and God and orderliness, um, throughout, um, all of the lessons. So we started with, um, astronomy and I would recommend you start um, with astronomy. And then, um, this year we're doing a zoology, um, book one, which is creatures, uh, flying creatures. And then we're also doing a chemistry and physics. So the way they have it set up is, um, it's a two day. So one subject would take two days. And so it allows you to do two separate curriculums if you choose, or you can just do you could do one um, kind of in the beginning and then you could overlap in the middle of the school year and then you would finish one, you know, three fourths of the way through and then, you know, you'd only have the one for the rest of the year. Um, or you could just do one. I think if you have younger kids, if you're do, if you're working with a, you know, first and second grade, just doing one science curriculum and doing, um, instead of doing it in two days, do it over the five days of the week and um, just do a little bit at a time. Um, and so it's very flexible, but they also give you a pacing guide. So you know what to read, what, which activities to do along the way. And they also give you a supply list, uh, for the science experiments, which is very helpful. And I didn't seem to catch on to that when I first started. And I was like, how are you supposed to be prepared? And it's like, oh yeah, you stop and you read the list, of course. Um, and so then they also have, um, kind of like an immersive approach where as you go through, you're constantly exploring the lesson in a different way. So if you're learning about a feather, 
you'll read about it in the text. You'll go out and find a feather. You'll draw a feather and label it. Then you'll do, um, you'll write about it and make a little, um, they call them mini books. So you'll make your little mini book. They'll do a crossword puzzle. You'll do all different kinds of um, ways to learn about the topic. And then once you reach the end of the lesson, there is an assessment. And it's very interesting the way they do it. It's not like your formal, um, you know, 20 question, multiple choice. It's just a little um, series of questions that you could use um, any way that your kid needs. Um, You could do it verbally. You could have them, you could, you know, have... (laughs) I've totally lost my train of thought. I am so sorry. You could read the question and have them, you know, tell you the answer back. You could read them the question and have them write the answer. You could have them do it in their notebook. So all the questions are already written out in their notebook. And so you can just give them that and they could write it out. Um, You could just have a, you know, kind of a conversation talking to them about it. I mean, there's many different ways depending on the age and grade of your child that you could have them you know, take this assessment. And so I think like if you're working with a fifth grader, you could say, you know, what is, um, you know, what, what does it mean for a bird to molt? Give me three, you know, answers. And then for a first grader, you could say, just, you know, tell me something about it. Um, and scaffold it that way, which is really, really great because when you have multiple kids, you can't have a different curriculum for every grade. And so when you're working with science or even history, um, or, you know, civics or anything like that, like to be able to combine them with the kids and then scaffold it and kind of, um, individualize just as you go is so cool. And I think they learn so much from each other, being able to work together, um, learn from each other, see each other's work is, is really important. And so, um, apologia, I just think makes it super, super fun. And, um, at first I was like, I mean, I was, I was, I loved the astronomy. I think their new edition is amazing. And I can't wait for all the other books to get a new edition because they're just top of the line. I mean, they are slick and the, um, textbook is very scientifically written. It's very academic. And so, um, when you're working with an older kid, they can understand it, but it's also challenging. And then if you're working with a younger kid, the pictures have a caption that will kind of explain um, in simpler terms what the concept is. So they can see a picture and have it explained again more simply. And so that's um, amazing. And they, they just do a nice job of teaching the subject in a way that is so simple and then by the end, you've built up to under, to have, you've learned more than you ever thought you would. So like with astronomy, it's not just planets in space. You learn about seasons. You learn about physics. You learn about these, you know, outer planets, the Kuiper belt. And it's so cool. Like, oh my gosh, I didn't, you know, as an adult, I was into it. Like, wait, 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 kids, slow down. I want to learn about this. Um, and so... It's really cool. I mean, I, I just really enjoy it. Um, so this year we are doing two because I have a fifth grader and I wanted to make sure he got um, a little bit more. I didn't think zoology would be enough. 
And so um, instead of doing zoology one and then supplementing with zoology two, we are doing the chemistry and the physics. And it's just so great how it all kind of ties in because um, with zoology, they talk about how a bird can fly, which is physics, you know, lift and drag and thrust. And then that's, that ties in with, you know, the other textbook. And so um, everything still builds on itself. And it's not so rigorous that you feel like you're mired down in too much work. Um, because I think as a homeschooler, sometimes you're like, we've got to learn everything and we've got to learn it right now. And you just wind up with too much. And so this is very easy to pace. Um, the other thing that's so cool about this, and I don't know if this is just me like spending too much time on screens, but the colored pages in the notebooking journal are so cool and maybe it does make it a little bit more expensive, but having um, colored pages, it's stimulating. It, it, you know, draws the kid in, holds their attention a little bit more. And there's, you know, it makes it seem like it's more valuable. I think the kids, they take better care of it. They, you know, take a little more time cutting out. And I just think that's cool. I don't know if your kids are like that, but I feel like, you know, see having these colored pages is just makes it so special. And, um, the notebooking journal also has them do copy work. So there will be a scripture verse and they'll copy it. They can either print it or write it in cursive. And I love that because I just harp on, you know, neat handwriting. And then we also, you know, get to learn a Bible verse too, which is so cool. Um, and it applies, you know, it references what, what we're studying in science. So it's just been a really great experience. I think, um, learning about science this way. Um, now I do supplement and I am very embarrassed, but I will tell you, I let them watch YouTube videos. Yep, I do. Um, <laughs> in, um, astronomy especially there are so many cool videos about each planet and then when you're talking about like the dwarf planets and all of that there are just you know like five minute videos that we would watch about um, all of that and so that I I mean yeah like take advantage of teacher YouTube as we call it you know teacher YouTube um, and so it was perfect for astronomy now with chemistry and physics I'm sure there will be videos. We haven't gotten into that part yet, but with zoology, I haven't needed it um, because of the way they teach it. It just feels complete. It doesn't feel like, oh, maybe they need to have a little additional visual because really it's like seeing, you know, seeing what the planet looks like, seeing it actually in 3D, you know, rotate is, is really nice. Um, so that I think the main supplement for zoology that we will do is going to, um, we have like a insect kind of, but I think they call it the butterfly butterfly pavilion. So we'll probably go to that and then, um, maybe like the zoo or something just to see birds, um, you know, in nature. But I mean, that's, what's cool about studying flying creatures is that you walk outside and there they are. Um, and so um, the other thing I really like are the experiments. They're all super manageable. And honestly, once again, embarrassed to admit, very easy to do on the fly. They don't take a lot of prep, which I love because there's only so much space and time. And so being able to just walk into the kitchen, get what you need and do it is very good. Um, so, you know, if you're a homeschooler, heads up, 
go to Costco, get like the five gallon drum of vinegar and the 30 pound bag of baking soda and you will be good for every experiment in elementary school that there is. Um, also, you know, like they have their supply list. So, okay. So here's the other thing. You can order like a formalized science experiment kit and it is insanely expensive, like crazy expensive. And then there's other people who got smart and they started making their own um, little like generic kits that you could order and they're much cheaper. But I mean, most of the supplies, I feel like they're things that you generally would have. And that's kind of what goes into like the homeschool hoarding mentality, which is you never know when you're going to need something. So you kind of have like this little or big (laughs) collection of things like You know, for example, one lesson requires a banana, a glass jar with a lid, a sewing needle, scissors, tissue paper, um, a bowl of water. I mean, this is all stuff that like, I think most of us would be able to come up with. And if you don't have that exact thing, you can kind of improvise. I mean, you can improvise a funnel, right? Like you could figure out something. Um, And so that's like, that's so great, you know? And I think it shows the kids too that you can if there's something you're curious about, you can figure out a way to test it um, without having, you know, a lab or this over the top kind of setup. And so sometimes it got away, it gets away from me um, where like last year we had done, uh, we did um, the baking soda and vinegar rockets where they put, what did he use? Um, it was like a cork that he had hollowed out and he stuck little toothpicks to stabilize it, you know, like his little legs. And he hollowed the cork out and put the little packet of, um, no, 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 no. He used one of the little mini water bottles, like the little tiny ones. And he would put vinegar in it. And then he had the cork that he had hollowed out to put the baking soda in and then put that in the bottle and made it explode. But he did like, I, I don't even know how many tons of them over and over and over again because you could reuse it. And after a while, it's like, okay, like we gotta, we've got to come in. We've got to stop. Um, or with other little things that they had to build, they just got so into it that you're like, oh my gosh, like you're so inspired, but seriously, please, can we, you're making a mess. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's so cool when you do school at home because then there's the time for them to just immerse themselves and just go for it. So, you know, it's worth it. You know, it's worth it to take the time, I feel like, with science um, because it's that hands-on piece that they can really delve into. Um, So, yeah, um, I didn't touch on high school. I have no experience with high school. But what I do firmly believe is that as you go through this curriculum, it will prepare you for the high school level. So I think by the time we get there, it will be pretty easy for them to understand and they'll be prepared, but then also for me to teach it. I think that part of the process of this is that they kind of teach you how to teach along the way, if that makes sense, or you learn the pacing, you learn how your kid learns, like how you need to explain things. So, um, yeah, I think that's, that's, you know, my little, my two cents about teaching science to your own kids. Um, you know, especially when you're doing something that's like a zoology or a biology or environmental science, you just have to walk outside, you know, and you can talk about all the wonderful things that you can see. And as a homeschooler, if the day's nice, you can go outside and do it. 
you know, you're not limited to four walls in a classroom. So I love it. Sometimes it's hard. I mean, sitting and reading and I feel like I'm droning on reading this academic language. But then when they go to apply it and they're doing their notebooking and they've actually learned and they actually remember, it's like, oh, (laughs) you listen to my monotonous voice. So thank you for listening to my monotonous voice. And I will talk to you later. One thing I wanted to add, so thank you so much for holding on, is this story about our science experiment and how it changed my wardrobe forever. So I was talking about how if you have baking soda and vinegar, you're good to go. So one of the experiments was like the, the gist of it was you were basically making a lava lamp. And so that wasn't what you were learning how to do. I don't even at this point remember what it was, but you were to, you were supposed to combine, um, water or it was oil like cooking oil and, um, baking soda and vinegar. And I think you were supposed to put all of this in water and it was going to show, I think like how the different um, things will separate. Um, and so it had like a little asterisk that said, um, to have a bigger reaction, add a little bit of vinegar. And in my mind, I was like, heck yeah, let's kick it up a notch. Let's, <laughs> we want a bigger reaction. And so instead of like thinking through what I obviously know is that baking soda and vinegar cause fizz, I just thought, heck yeah, we're going big. So as we're in the kitchen and we're put, we're preparing everything, one of the kids says, we should do this outside. And I was like, no, I don't want to go outside. <laughs> no, no, we're going to do this in the house. Why? I have no idea. And so everything goes in the jar, right? Nothing's happening yet. So I was thinking, man, good thing we went for that bigger reaction because this is lame. Screw the lid on the jar, hand it to my son and say, shake it up. So he starts shaking it and oh my gosh, thankfully the lid wasn't on the jar that tight. So it didn't explode in his face, but it shot everywhere in the middle of the kitchen. And so the vinegar got in my older son's eyes. And so he immediately drops it and runs to the bathroom to start flushing his eyes out. And I like jump on it grenade style to keep it from going everywhere and get it in the sink. Um, and opened it. And at that point, you know, everything had pretty much tucked petered out. And so the aftermath was crazy. So my whole We have like a galley style kitchen, the whole thing from the one end all the way down to the other covered in cooking oil. My shoes, my brand new shoes covered in it. Um, and, oh, and then of course, for good measure, we added food coloring so we could see it better. And so it was kind of at this point, like brown because the blue and the green, you know, mixed and made lovely brown. It was everywhere. It was on the ceiling, the top of the cabinets, um, all over the stove, the window, my clothes, my shirt, my favorite shirt, just gone to the John Fogarty concert the year before. And my, my souvenir t-shirt was covered now in blue, brown, green cooking oil. Oh, I tell you, so embarrassing. Of course, my husband's working from home. And so he's like, what did you do? Like, why did you do this? Like, I don't know. We're just trying to learn about, I don't even know what at this point other than mom's an idiot. So 
you know, you get to teach your kids humility <laughs> when stuff like this happens. So we slipped. I was like, nobody walked through the kitchen. It's oil all over the floor. We're slipping and sliding. It took forever. And there's still like, I'll, I'll open something or, you know, look down at a corner and sure enough, there's more of it that I didn't see. And I think until it's going to be like the, the pine needles off the Christmas tree, you're, we're going to find them like years later, you know, it's going to be June and we're going to find a whole new batch of this stuff. So, you know, beware homeschool science. Thank you.